Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. Self-monitoring is power. Visit ManagerBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time for football season. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. On Moneyline. The show is hot. With your hosts, Donnie Wrightside. 13-10 because you can't move the football. And all of a sudden, like, well, hold on. How about if we put athletes on offense and spread it out? Oh, look at that. Track meets in the SEC now. And Kevin Walsh. I mean, Donnie, Man, I 10 touchdowns, 10 interceptions yeah. is on the board for this guy. Who else is doing that? Who else is? Nobody. Nobody's doing that. On the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Ah, you're listening to a Football Friday right here on the Sports Grid Network. No better place to be than Moneyline right here. And over the next hour, I, Donnie Wrightside, and him, the Kevin Walsh, ready to get after it, have some fun, and set the table for an exciting weekend overall. That, look, I said it's a Football Friday. So you got three games left in Major League Baseball and so many spots still left to fill in the playoff race. It's good stuff. It absolutely is. It's a delightful time of year. We're coming off, though, of a Thursday mm-hmm. night game that uh, I, I – I did a little role reversal, to be honest with Whoa. you. I, I've struggled this season, Donnie, with mm. touchdown scorer bets. Yes. yes. Had a lot of success last okay. night. Our our new boy together, Christian Watson, yep. gets yep. in. Uh, David Montgomery got Beautiful. in three times. Uh, that bothers me because I've clearly wasted money on Jameer Gibbs to an offensive oh, of the year. Uh, and then, look, Luke Musgrave, the concussion, uh, doesn't give me a chance on the best bet. Gibbs uh, finished the second half with negative five receiving yards because apparently uh, nobody that is involved with the Lions mm. play calling uh, or decision making, it was involved with the drafting of Jameer Gibbs. So that was a little bit frustrating. It is kind of odd to watch this play out because the funny part is, is we know how electric that uh, Jameer Gibbs can actually be as welcome in the radio audience here on a football Friday, Sirius XM channel 159. And this is Donnie. This is Kevin. This is Moneyline. And away we go into the afternoon. But the funny part is, is we know how dynamic he can be. But there's no, like, man, he should be getting more touches. David Montgomery is ruling the world in the backfield and dominating all over the place. And yes, he should not be taken out, which then leads us to believe and say, well, 
free agency happens before the draft, Kevin. Mm -hmm. So you got Montgomery, and you said, you know what we need? As opposed to like maybe a lockdown cornerback or somebody else we can put on the, I don't know, let's just say, another wide receiver first-round draft pick. Let's go get a running back who apparently, Kevin, they don't need, which is always interesting to me. And again, like that's the point of it all. And that's why this is so bizarre to watch. You already brought Montgomery in. There's no way you thought to yourselves, well, look, I don't see how we're a successful football team without a complimentary running back. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. But, Donnie, while you say that Montgomery's ruling the world, 3.8 yards per carry, Jameer Gibbs, 5. And he didn't have a single run of, of above 10 yards. Uh, that, that, Donnie, I, give Jameer Gibbs 30, 30 attempts in every goal line carry, and what do you think the game looks like? Do you, do you think he can't touch 120 yards and three touchdowns on that but workload? Here's, but here's the thing that we do know in Detroit, and it's a, I guess it's a Dan Campbell thing. They had a running back last year that they loved over everybody else, and I believe they're doing that again. You know what? Goal line why carries all go into this guy. I don't know. Maybe it's just Why Detroit. would it not be the Detroit rookie? Had the top De- 15. Detroit had DeAndre Swift on the roster last year and basically treated him like, you're lucky to have a job in the NFL, pal. Now he's with the Philadelphia Eagles. Looks like he might be one of the best backs in the NFL. I don't know. They have a plethora of running backs. It's apparent. But when they fall in love with one back, they just let it ride, man. They just let it ride. It's, again, and look, it is what it is. I'm, I'm glad I haven't reinvested in mm. Jameer Gibbs' offensive rookie of the year. But value? Yeah, it's, it's just it's a, it's a weird thing because as you said like imagine I think Christian Gonzalez the Oregon cornerback that the Patriots were able to draft Looks like a, a good bit. one well, yeah. Well, yeah, but Donnie imagine he was a Detroit Lion yes correct instead yeah. of Jameer Gibbs the same thing we said with the Falcons imagine imagine that team had to lean on Tyler Algier but in return they got Jalen Carter who's one of the five best interior defensive linemen in football I, and by the way like I, I, I love where we're going with this too because the whole MO of it is if you're going to get a really good running back, you're going to draft him high. Your whole goal is to run him into the ground over four to five years and then tell him thank you for your service and away you go. Hopefully you can earn some other pay anywhere else. Why do, Why would you take a guy like B. John Robinson slash Jameer Gibbs and not say, you know what I'm going to do? Run him into the ground because why? He's talented and that's why we drafted him. There's nothing behind the scenes to go, hey, you know what? Don't hand the football to this guy. We need him in six years. What? That's not the NFL. No, it's it, man. Yeah, as you said, the Tyler Algier being a thousand-yard rusher last year, Atlanta knew that before the draft. David Montgomery being given a bag in free agency. Well, Detroit knew that before the draft. The, the, the decision making is puzzling, and it, it, it just is. And you know, there's some people like I see the fantasy community. Don's like, we told you David Montgomery was going to get the workload. And it's like, you know what? Congratulations that you were correct on what Detroit would do. It doesn't mean. Detroit's doing the correct thing because I don't yes. believe they are. Yeah, well, it took a year for Kyle Shanahan to say, you know what, maybe I was stupid for saying 50 50, where we got a running back and let's not give him the football at all. Like McCaffrey is running wild out here at this time. We'll see if he eases in, but a running back in the NFL is one of the easier chances to plug and play. Now,
Now, if you want to argue and say, well, hey, look, he's got to be able to pick up the blitz on third down. He can't play third down. So what? Give him the football on first and second down. And, my, and is, there, is there two better guys in the NFL to actually throw five screen passes a game to than B. John Robinson and Jameer Gibbs? My goodness. Get him out in space. They'll wreck shop. Well, and that's the, the, the thing about Jameer. Like, so the thing with B. John Donnie, right, is it took one week for him to take over the majority of the carries from Tyler Algier. Now, Algier's still getting his and, and whatnot, but Bijan is clearly getting all the pass-catching work. Yeah, he's crazy. He didn't even throw the ball to Jameer Gibbs that much. It's crazy. Montgomery ended up with more receiving yards last night. Like, I, I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. This is a ridiculous look from the Lions. Good for them. And this is the thing. They're a 3-1 football team, so what are the expectations now? Deep playoff run. Well, congratulations, because your first-round pick is going to be largely irrelevant with the way that you are using him, but it didn't have to be that way. Yeah, no, it's it's fun to watch this play out, and it's fun to say, like, what are you doing here, and you could have used it elsewhere. Who knows? Maybe a little bit more is in store down the line, but it's clear that B. John Robinson should be getting the football just about every time. You want to give another guy a spell chance like Algier? Sure, and he's a solid back, which, again, brings it into it. He probably would have been fine. Now, I always like to equate this, Kevin, a lot of times to what the Philadelphia Eagles did because that's when I grew up. If you remember, and again, you're probably a young tyke at this point, drafting of Donovan McNabb. The reason that the Eagles went after Donovan McNabb and not to say Ricky Williams when everybody wanted it was running back crazy back then. People love running backs. Ricky yeah. Williams is one of the best. Andy Reid goes, hold on. We have a guy named Deuce Daly, who we just drafted a year before, who's really good. We'll be fine. Let's get the quarterback. When the rest of the city was saying, I don't care about Deuce Daly. Just give me the superstar <laughs> running back. So maybe there was already a little bit of uh, intuition back in the late 1990s there of, hey, look, if you have a decent running back, hold on to him and take other players that can really help your franchise. Yeah. If the Eagles never get Donovan McNabb, who knows what Andy Reid would have done in Philadelphia. But that's the way it is. The Football Friday will set the table for everything tonight. Also, as we said, we'll go over a little Major League Baseball tonight because the Houston Astros now only a game lead over the Seattle Mariners. And I got news for you. The Astros ain't winning tonight. They're not winning tonight. Already locked it in. Minus 117. You got your ace on the mound for Arizona and a tomato can named JP. Not our producer. JP Frank here. On the so there it is. It's a football Friday. We'll be back at Sonny and Kevin right here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back and the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how I didn't see this, Kevin, earlier in the week. Our good friend of the show, Dove Kleiman, right? His report on September the 26th. Jets coach Robert Sala is at risk of losing the locker room over his loyalty to... well, the Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson, excuse me, it just it zipped out your screen. About that. But I now, wait, that there's up. an update now, though. There's an update now. You want to hear the update? Yeah. I'm going to read the tweet to you. Update. The Jets have now replaced injured quarterback Aaron Rodgers as team captain with a different player. They gave the C to defensive tackle Queen and Williams. And it says now the team has no offensive captains. Last year, Zach Wilson was the captain, and he's also currently their starter, but the team gave Williams the honor over him. Oh, it's going to get good. It's going to get good today. It's or, or Sunday night. But my point is, I'm going to give you as many chances as I can to reassess your opinion on this. This is a mess in New York. You think this thing is going to potentially end as like a tanking four loss, four win like mess. And then you get a player like like Zeke. Yeah, and then you get a guy like Zeke in the draft and then you just hammer down next year, right? Is that what you do? (laughs) I think this is going to be... Dallas Cowboys style? No, I I think this is going to be a real disaster, man. I I really do. I just... Unless they bring someone in. I just... I can't believe the option was, you know what, man? This is getting bad. Let's get Trevor Simeon in here. I I can't believe that. And again, that's not going to do anything anyway. Now, look, sometimes I got to talk myself off the ledge, but I keep eyeing up this 41 and a half on Sunday night, and I can't figure it out for the life of me. I really can't. Because unless I'm thinking that we have three points at the break for the Jets, which I guess could be a possibility at this point. Certainly. But if there's any game that it's like, okay, the weather's not going to be an issue. Kansas City's not going to slow it down in the first half. Heck, did you say slow it down against the Bears? No. Like, hey, this Bears offense stinks. Yeah, let's just keep on laying the wood to them where we get 30-plus at the half. I just can't see myself in a 17-9 to game against the Jets. And you know what I'm saying, thinking this for the Jets? If you're going out with one last party, are you really looking at Zach Wilson? Okay, okay. Look, kid. We're going to see if we can Bill Belichick this game. You're going to throw five times. That's it. We're going to hit, we're going to go power formation, 12 personnel repeatedly, and just run it into the line and slow this game down and pray we can win. If I'm the Jets, I open up. Kevin, I let him throw 55 times in this game. Sink or swim, you're going to be off the team by next week. I saw like an Orlovsky headline uh, that was along yes. the, the same yeah, idea. And I'm, I was like, yeah. that actually, I'm like, no, but I thought that, that it's, it's what you just said, Don, and I think that makes sense, right? Like this mm-hmm. concern like feel like everything is your fault approach that they do is not working be like listen Zach it doesn't matter man you throw six picks it doesn't matter just let it rip yes just let it absolutely fire away and we'll live with the results but they're not going to do that they're not and the Chiefs defense we don't know fully yet Donnie because it's hard to imagine but the Chiefs defense might be pretty good again if I told you final score was 28 to 10, you're not stunned by it. No. I'm, I, no. I hate, like, it's a tough spot, but is the side not Kansas City? Like, I, and I don't want to do this after all these years of refusing to ever yes, lay big numbers Kansas with City. Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Well, they're so bad at covering these big numbers, but they did it against Chicago. Like, Donnie, if you were betting that side right now, would you be looking to take or lay? Oh. 
probably just based on what I've seen, I probably would be looking to lay. But I know where we're going with this. Like the the they're not world. Kansas City's not world beaters on the road, smoking guys by thirty. You know, like they would at at, uh, at home in Kansas City. So I I, I probably try, would try. To lay it, but I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I, I think the, and your point was valid, 28 to 10. I'm just looking at 28 14. That covers the total. 28 14 covers your total this weekend. It has to. Are we settling for field goals? For, like, what are we actually doing this weekend? Well, you know, this, Andy will do so that. so intriguing. You Man. know, Andy will do that, though, when he's like, ah, this is this team's dead in the water. Like, you, mm. it's it's a weird spot. And, and this, I know you've obviously gone through these, you know, machinations in your head. Yeah. So, someone will probably want to say, well, why not just take the Chiefs team total? Because you're not getting there without the Jets. And then the Chiefs will up. We'll just, ah, it's all good. We'll score 24. Nobody cares. 24-7, final score. Let's go home. So I, I know that that's why the Jets are so important to this number. Yes, very important. And again, you're not asking for a lot. The number I keep getting to in my head is, can they possibly score 16 points in this game or so? And I say yes to myself. Because if I'm just trying to put my, you know, Robert Sala's shoes and saying, okay, how do we actually win this game? Well, you win this game because you let your quarterback rip, right? It's the only way. Well, I mean, well, no, because I also wonder if they just think everything's, well, we'll, we'll do the Buffalo thing where we uh, do nothing on offense, have one or two random good plays. That's how we'll get our points, and then the defense will have to try and, and win the game. But again, their, their defense hasn't been, you know, you talk about world beaters, their defense hasn't been, a, a, you know, world beater thus far in the season. By the way, world beaters, Minnesota Vikings now four and a half point favorites. I mean, everybody's seen it my way, Kevin, including you now, wait. right? Yeah, including I'm, I'm all you. over Carolina, all over yeah, Carolina. Yeah, when, when you see that four when you see that four and a half, you know what you think? Value? You didn't have to say, Kevin. Yeah, nice on, on the Carolina Panthers. Mm. I can't believe that this is a unanimous Andy Dalton is greater than signed Bryce Young. Yeah. Out of control. Right now he's better. Right now he's better. Give me him. Give me him. All right. What was the other game? I was just oh, okay. Uh, Joe Burrow is off the injury report list for Week Four. Doesn't mean he's cured, but it probably means he's feeling better than he did over the past couple weeks. It's an interesting game to me because I, Kevin, I don't believe in Tennessee. One iota here. What's the way you attack Tennessee? It's not handing the football off up the middle. No. It's beating up on their secondary. Loved what I saw out of Jamar Chase last week. So I'm just trying to build formulas. I haven't bet on anything this weekend, which I will settle in tonight and tomorrow. Maybe a couple wagers there on team totals and uh, also more, most importantly loving these prop bets this weekend but I got a feeling touchdown passes finally getting in the end zone I think Jamar Chase gets it again I think last week was like okay we're back on the same page and I think he really gets it I'm trying to debate this because I know what's going to happen I'm going to be in my car driving home and you're going to hear touchdown pass for Joe Burrow T Higgins I'm like because I, I mean because not to say that I don't like T Higgins he's a really good player but I feel like I want to isolate Chase and it's like I know touchdown passes are coming, but should I take the bigger number in T. Higgins? Just one of those outlooks I'm looking for here. But it's nice to see he's off there. I do think we finally see a semblance of what we saw last year at Cincinnati on offense. Well, they have no choice because as you, you basically, not only can you not run it on Tennessee, but it's open yeah. season in terms of throwing it on them. It's a, it's everyone knows it going into every game. It's like, uh oh, our opponents are going to have to throw it on us all game, and then they just do and they do it successfully. So it should be another big game for Chase. I think yardage-wise, I would probably look to bet T. Higgins, but Chase didn't score on Monday night, right? Because Chase hasn't found the end zone yet this season, which is, no, you know, one of those things that's that's going to have to change. Yes, it is. 
That's where you look in the locker room and it's like the A.J. Brown thing. Hey, look, we got you involved. It's almost like a, a uh, microcosm of both of them, right? Got you involved now. All right, now we're going to get the end zone for you. And sometimes I love those betting angles because you're not going to have a superstar athlete at wide receiver and go, you know what? It's been four weeks. You haven't scored yet. Like, no, he's getting in this weekend. You are going to have specific play designs if he is not open. And you know, it's a, the one that made me laugh last night, which was awesome. Like, couldn't have worked out any better for Christian Watson. Not really that influencing throughout the entire game, but you knew they would have a couple plays in the red zone for him. Case in point, wide open touchdown pass in the corner. I had to do a double take, too. I was like, is he number eight or number nine? It's like, oh, yeah, thank goodness. That's Watson in the end zone. So I enjoyed that one. I am I'm trying to think of a way because I love to take round robins. I think they're fantastic. I like to take like the uh, profit boost there, three, te- three guys to score a touchdown, see what happens. I'm trying to figure out what my angle is. Week number one, Kevin, was taking uh, prop bets, but taking them at the milestone numbers. Like, okay, the guy's supposed to get 50, take him at 75. This guy's supposed to get 75, take him at 100. See what I mean? And I was profitable there. The last week, I was taking a look at touchdown passes out of the quarterback position, which was profitable again. I do like those angles because, you know, taking a team like Kirk Cousins, hey, can you get two touchdown passes or three last? I took him to get three last week, and he got it. So that's what I'm trying to decipher. Which angle am I taking this weekend, and how can I have fun and make a wager? And also, logged in the DraftKings right now. I think I'm going to push the button on the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend for my eliminator pick because I don't want to use the Kansas City Chiefs on the road, K-Dub. A lot more to go today. It's Football Friday on the Grid. This is Moneyline, and we'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Swing into Seaside Golf in Ocean City, Maryland. Play like a pro at 17 championship courses designed by golf legends like Jack Nicholas and Arthur Hills. Tee off on sweeping vistas at Eagles Landing. Savor the coastal views of Lighthouse Sound. Or see why Ocean City Golf Club is considered one of the Mid-Atlantic's finest fairways. Whether you're sneaking in a quick round on a family vacation or going all in on a golf getaway, fun is always in play at Ocean City, Maryland. Plan your trip at OCOcean.com. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. TBDs out on the market. If you know what that is, to be determined. Cleveland has a to be determined next to their name right now because apparently Deshaun Watson struggling here a little bit with a shoulder injury that took place last week. Now, who who is the backup? Oh, DTR. Wait. What? You know, you know what's kind of funny here. Hear me out on this. I really like Cleveland this weekend. 
So he said, I thought he, like, it'd be like, you know, some people just be like, hey, I bet Baltimore to win the Super Bowl, Kev. I bet him every week, man. Like, that's what, you know what I mean? People do that. People actually do that. I don't do that. I love Cleveland this weekend. But I started seeing, like, propping up, like, oh, no, Deshaun Watson might not play. Do you know why my wheels started spinning my head going, like, I don't know if that's a bad thing or not. How crazy is that? How wild? Your quarterback is $250 million contract fully guaranteed. And I'm going, like, you know what? I still think I like this game with Cleveland because obviously you're banking on the defense and it was like, hey, Deshaun, make a couple plays. I, yeah. I don't hate it. If you tell me right now Deshaun Watson doesn't go, I don't hate it. It's wild. What's the, so, what's so the number if it goes from Watson to, to Thompson Robinson? What Ones are showing up now, bet MGM. So basically they were two and a halfs. Now they're showing up at one and a half at FanDuel. One's the low point at bet MGM. But no, I think Baltimore would actually be a favorite. But, but never above the field goal. Up. Never above the field goal, yeah. Minus two and a half in that range, something like that. They're not going above so, the field goal, no. Yeah, I think if, you, if you're if you a big-time teaser player, if you can all of a sudden get a – assuming it's – even if it – can you trust DTR against the Baltimore Ravens? They're banged up. I don't know. CJ Stroud was fine against them mostly. No, I don't mind. That's isn't that crazy? Like I'm saying, I was like, I'm gonna get to Sean Watson. Like who's gonna be able to move the football? And everything I watch about the Sean Watson, I was like, oh, he looks okay. Like it's not like yeah, oh my he was god, he's last out. Week. He was better last week. But also, are you going to get a Deshaun Watson that goes? Don't tell anybody. I can't throw over 15 yards. And then you get beat that way. That's how you get beat. You right. at least need somebody who's going to be able to stretch it. I remember a couple of years back, uh, if you remember that one, Ben Roethlisberger hurt his shoulder, right? And they're saying he can't even throw. Oh, yeah, so he yeah, He didn't throw yeah. all week long. They go, and I actually won my bet anyway on the Broncos. But I was like, look at this, man. He can't even throw. But he doesn't throw in warm-ups. He comes out, uncorks like a 65-yard on the first play of the game. Like, <laughs> you know what? I'm done with this. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, this is just stupidity. Yeah. Ben hasn't thrown all week and won't throw until the first snap of the game. Let's go deep. Stop. But that's, yeah, that was kind of like a state. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, though, right, didn't as the game go on, like it got worse and worse for him. Like he couldn't really throw the football. Am I right about that? Yeah. Yes. Like it was, he was out. And I think that was the game, too, that Antonio Brown got knocked out the week before, I believe, wasn't it? Where he didn't even play in that game. So uh-huh. it's one of those where it was lined up for Denver all the way through. It was actually closer than most people thought it would be. It was under a touchdown. I think the line I got was like five and a half. They went he won by six points, something wild like that. So wow. it's a pretty good workout. By the way, side point here. Have you went on social media at all today with the big news breaking here? What's the, uh, I don't know. Do you watch? Do you watch like DJ Vlad on like YouTube? You ever see his videos? I've I really seen think him. It's like five million followers. So yeah, like yeah, R and B yeah. guys, his people in yep. the industry. You know, yep. murders in the past, fights in the past. You know, all those. You know, it's a, they're very interesting at times. I mean, it's not like I wait. Like, hey, pick the notification on. There's a new DJ Vlad video. But this one is coming out now that a grand jury has indicted Dwayne Keefe D Davis for the murder of Tupac Shakur. Twenty-seven years later. Now, if anybody had any backtracking and why would you he's been doing like videos and basically incriminating himself for like the last two years so he actually just got arrested for it and indicted we'll see where it goes but one of the biggest that i was a freshman in college just starting my first year of college uh november i think it was september 7th is when tupac got killed. it was such i think this was before social media like oh my gosh like tupac's gone like what what happened here so it's wild yeah. that 27 years later they finally are on to something here that is uh that's very odd uh, man oh man uh he's 27 years ago does that predate you kevin does that predate you no no it's close though but not, not how old are you by the way i mean the people want to know 28 are you really now what's ben how old's ben 
I think he's a year older, so 29. Really? Right, so. There you go. Yeah. It's a young network here we got going on. You know, so there Including you go. yourself. What are you, back exactly. 25? I am the tutor. I'm the tutor over here. All right, let's get back to football here. But I just thought that was an interesting thing where maybe we have finally found the killers of Tupac Shakur. Better late than never. And the reason I brought up TBD is we're talking quarterbacks here. Bryce Young looks like he's going to give it a go for Carolina. The minute they say Bryce Young, the line gets worse because nobody expects the number one high player in the draft, a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback apparently can't play football, which gives me a little bit of a chuckle. And no, I'm not burying him because I do think he's going to be a solid quarterback in the NFL. But right now, he's struggling a little bit, coming off injury, team's not that good. You see why that line is moving here. Now, another one, Kevin. Matthew Stafford's going to line up against who? Not Gardner Minshew. Anthony Richardson cleared here. I got to tell you right now, thoughts on that game, Rams and the Colts. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say I'm buying into the Colts. But they look like a competent football team here with a game that tells you a lot of respect that they're favored over the Rams. They're not. Well, you expected the Rams to be bad, too. Well, yeah. Not the same no, thing but that's when the Matthew thing. Stafford is going to quarterback. Like, they're favored, Indianapolis. I'm impressed. But but that's kind of the thing, though. And this is what I'm struggling with with L.A., Donnie, right? Mm-hmm. Is even there, you kind of. If I would have told you, hey, a team's favored at home over L.A., you know, a month ago, you'd been like, of course yeah. they are. Who, who in the world's yeah. not favored over L.A. in their own building? Mm-hmm. Now, Stafford's obviously impressed, and, and Stafford's going to have a quarterback advantage, whether it's Minshew or, or Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually finding the Rams to be a little bit more puzzling because we've seen this before. We've seen teams, Donnie. Win week one, pull off an upset, and be like, huh. And then they're actually just as bad as we all thought they would be, right? <laughs> like the yes. AFC South is notorious for providing one of those type of football teams there. Like, mm-hmm. what if the. Like, the, again, Joe Burrow is, is hobbled, right? So offensively, they couldn't do a ton to him. But they moved the ball in that football game. Obviously, we're able to snag the victory. The Niners hung a, hung a 30 piece on him, as per usual, on the road, pulled away mm-hmm. from that team. I'm just. I don't know how good the Los Angeles Rams are. I don't know. Like, the Rams' defense, in terms of, like, you know, what's supposed to be the best unit on the field, what's supposed to be the worst unit on the field. And, like, isn't the Rams' defense supposed to be the worst unit on the field? Maybe that game's an over? I think the game isn't over, by the way, too. And you know where I'm actually – usually it's like, okay, Indianapolis, they can move the football with Richardson. I actually like the Rams' passing game in this one. Nakua, Tutu Atwell, stack up some yards for Stafford out there. That 45-and-a-half, I think it looks pretty promising to me because I do think – look, credit Shane Steichen, and I wrote it up this morning too, Kevin. Credit Shane Steichen and credit, obviously, Jonathan Gannon. Whatever the Eagles had going on at coordinators, those teams are playing hard when they're not supposed to be very good football teams but showing up and being competent here. I do like it. I, I, I think it's legitimate here that the Colts should be able to beat the Rams this weekend, and I do think they will. I actually think and, they will. And let's just say – the Colts. So you said you think the Colts win the game, right? I think the Colts win. Yeah, I do. So if the Colts win, Tennessee loses like they're supposed to at Cincinnati. Boom! Mm-hmm. Right away, you've got Indianapolis booked as the second option in this division in the market. If the Falcons pull off an upset in London, what's to stop the Colts from becoming your divisional favorites here? Yes. One and three Jacksonville would be all of a sudden. Yeah. Three and yep. one Indianapolis would be through four yes. weeks of the season. 
Yeah, Mike was on with us. Mike Blitt was on with us this morning. That was my exact question to him. I said, you know what? Just look at the vision. And he gave a pretty good response to it. It was basically, Kevin, do you think the Colts, if they win this weekend, are legitimate contenders to win the AFC South? And I think the answer is correct. It's not really about the Colts. It's about this can't be what we thought Jacksonville was going to be, can it? I like, didn't really? like Jacksonville that much. I mean, I, I, I did, I, that defense is bad. The offense is sputtering more than, than maybe uh, fair enough, like I would have anticipated here. But I, I found the South to be open. There's a reason I have a piece of the Texans to win it. It would be funny if it all of a sudden is Indianapolis in, instead of Houston, Donnie. But let me, and let me add this, okay? Now, if the Dolphins go out there and win 14 games, best record in football, Mike McDaniel probably wins coach of the year. Yeah. But Shane Steichen is going to be right there. When you factor in a rookie quarterback, by the way, the rookie quarterback that a lot of people said, listen, this guy's not ready to play NFL football in no way, shape, or form, okay? And the Jonathan Taylor saga, he goes there and wins that division, 9-10 wins with Indianapolis, Shane Steichen mm. is your coach of the year. I, I mean, just should this. No, should be. He really should be. I mean, the, the job he's done there, where I was coming into the season as this is going to be like a clown car over there because they're starting their own quarterback. Apparently, it doesn't matter what quarterback they start. He's got a game plan involved that can win, including beating Baltimore in Baltimore with Gardner Minshew. That's pretty impressive. And their defense up front, that front seven looks like it's getting some push, some movement, some good pass rushing. We'll see if it continues this weekend. Another quarterback injury to deal with here as we keep going down the line. Baker Mayfield's going to go into the dome, but it's not taking on Derek Carr. It's going to be Jameis Winston. Three and a half number, stays at three and a half this week, which basically tells me... We're, I don't think we're getting too much movement here from Derek Carr to Jamie Swinston. Now, I don't know when that line actually was secondarily opened, if it was opened on Jamie Swinston, but I can't imagine that the Saints would have been any more than, I don't know, five and a half for, no, no, no. in that I, range as a favorite, right? That number's been climbing on New Orleans because I, I, it was minus three at one point. So that number's been climbing. I, I don't really understand how that is the case. Like the idea of, oh, come on, what's the difference between Carr and <laughs> Jameis. Well, the Saints have told us there's a massive difference because Jameis was in the building and they moved heaven and earth to bring Derek Carr in. Yeah. But also, I'm not saying it's all Jameis's fault, but like it was 17-0 when Derek Carr was in the game and then they lost 18-17. Like, yeah. We have evidence that they're not the same football team if you remove Derek Carr. I don't understand why people are lining up Jameis in this spot. I, I, I like the Bucks plus the three and a half. And by the way, BWS lined up this weekend waiting for the Vegas Raiders. Do you want to know why he's interested in the Vegas Raiders this weekend, Kevin? Is he going to Vegas? Nope. There is a quarterback from Purdue that looks like he's in line to start if Jimmy G cannot go. So he's calling an outright victory with Aiden O'Connell to beat the uh, Chargers on the road. Does he keep that job with a win, O'Connell? I mean, he probably should. You said, well, you can't do that. You know how much money I've invested in Garoppolo. I think Garoppolo's deal basically says if we want to cut you, we don't owe you a damn thing ever again, which is so bad, right? Mike, yeah, we got our franchise guy. Let me rework that contract because if he stinks, we don't even want to pay the guy anymore. Apparently, that's what the case is. We're going to talk more NFL and also get you set for college football Saturday. Get ready. It's Moneyline on a football Friday right here on the Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Swing into Seaside Golf in Ocean City, Maryland. Play like a pro at 17 championship courses designed by golf legends like Jack Nicholas and Arthur Hills. Tee off on sweeping vistas at Eagles Landing. Savor the coastal views of Lighthouse Sound. Or see why Ocean City Golf Club is considered one of the Mid-Atlantic's finest fairways. Whether you're sneaking in a quick round on a family vacation or going all in on a golf getaway, fun is always in play at Ocean City, Maryland. Plan your trip at OCOcean.com. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Friday Night Lights tonight, Pac-12 style, Pac-12 yes. after dark, Utah, Oregon State, line climbing in the favor of Oregon State, which leads me to believe we're not all that enthused that Cam Rising plays tonight for the Utah Utes here. And oh, what a total of 44. How's that possible? That's just really what you Utah really is the what Iowa of the Pac-12, and we're like we're just going to play defense, and if we get the 14 or 12 points, that should be good enough. Come on now, we can't stay under the total tonight, can we? Uh, I do know how Sheesh. you feel about totals like that in college football. Uh, mm-hmm. that basically, any it's the equivalent of like an NFL total at like 37 or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Yes. But this is this is really interesting. So I'm I am betting this game tonight. I actually took Utah plus the four. Mm-hmm. I think they're the better team. I, I think their defense is really, really solid. And they've, um, when I say that, in this matchup, I think their defense is really solid. And people know I don't believe on Utah at a high level, but I don't believe in this Oregon State team as much either. My yeah. thing, though, Donnie, is imagine betting a Utah win total under. Because you go, man, this Cam Rising injury is going to linger. And you're, you know, you're four weeks into the Ute season. They're sat there freaking four and oh man. Like, what are they telling him? Like, hey buddy, keep rehabbing. Game. Hey buddy, just keep rehabbing. I saw and pretty soon they I, go. We don't need hold you. Hold on, <laughs> no, Donnie. I saw something today. That he might redshirt and come back next year for Utah. How crazy is that? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, but, but again, like this is the thing with the NIL, right? Cam Rising yes. doesn't appear to be someone with you know incredible you know uh, pro outlook, right? That doesn't seem to be the description on Rising. Why not, right? I'm sure he got NIL money from Utah this year. And the fact that he'd be willing to stick around, I'm sure they'd love to have him. The guy's a, you know, a Pac-12 player of the year, Pac-12 you know, championship game MVP. So this is the kind of guy that you definitely want to keep around if he's willing to. And, I mean, at this point, again, he's already missed four games. A line, as you said, suggests tonight he doesn't play again. 
And also, you take a look at NIL money. Most people just, you know, glom to the big guys, right? Oh, you're getting $2 million a year, a million bucks. But even if Cam Risen's getting $200,000, if he's not going to make an NFL roster, he's not going to make any money in the pros. And you yeah. stay and get another year to get your degree slash master's. Whoa. It's a no-brainer now. Like, you just keep staying. Hey, if you're not expected to be Tom Brady in the NFL, stay as long as you want in college. Make a couple hundred grand. Who would love to get out of college with no student loans, no debt, and have, like, right. a bankroll of about 400 k like, hey, now, yep, I'm going to go into the workforce, and I already got my money. It's good stuff. And I think, you know, again, if, if the prospects for rising are battle your way onto a practice squad, maybe, and I'm not trying to be slanderous, like, uh, but, you know, XFL, USFL, if that's what the pro prospects are, Donnie, right, then yeah. well, maximize your college money while you can because, you know, nobody knows the exact amount, but Sam Hartman must have been given an outrageous amount of money from Notre Dame to end up going to Notre Dame. You know, for Cam Rising, it is and he doesn't have to do it because his agents agents will do it for him. I mean, there's going to be bidders on his services. We talk about how loaded the, the quarterback position is in college football right now, but a, a lot of your favorites, you know, list your 10 favorite quarterbacks in college football. A lot of them yeah. are supposed to go. Caleb, Drake May, Sam Hartman, Shador Sanders, mm-hmm. Quinn Ewers. A lot of these guys are supposed to make it, you know, to, to move to the next level. So Cam Rising could enter next season, Donnie, at the right program with I legitimately top 10 Heisman odds. Oh, I got to grab something. I'll be right back. Ooh, legitimately. Go. All right. I got to have this. All right. Let me take this. 167-168, USC, Colorado. Noon kickoff tomorrow, which I think is fantastic. Kevin can't stand it. That's besides the point. We're all winners because we get games like this to start. And we're not even talking about being a good game. And it might not be a good game. 72 and a half, 73, depending on where you're shopping at, as the total. That's three touchdowns plus in that game for USC. 21 and a half. These are the games that are so interesting to me because you saw Colorado open up. And again, the, the easiest week that you could probably claim upsets is week number one. Hey, TCU is ranked in this and that. Well, maybe TCU isn't all that good, right? And you take a look and say, maybe Colorado was better than we thought they were. They handled Nebraska at home, slipped by Colorado State. They probably should have lost that game to Colorado State. But they were riding high to go into Oregon and get absolutely smoked. It looked like it was a you know top 10 Division one team versus the Division three team last Saturday. But the interesting part about that is, is do you let your eyes deceive you? Is Colorado really that bad? Are they going to absolutely get just choked out by USC? Now, USC's defense isn't nearly as good as Oregon's is. But USC's offense can certainly put you into the stratosphere and knock you around. 35-plus points guaranteed in this game by USC is how we're feeling. But I often think that it's almost like the buy low, sell high, right? You couldn't have bought any higher on Colorado than you did last week. I'm going to take a money line to beat Oregon, which a lot of people did. Didn't come close to that game. They were out of it from the very first drive. But is there extra value this weekend coming in on a team like Colorado? Because it was 21 and a half, Kevin, on the road last week at Oregon. Yeah. It's 21 and a half, but you are at home, fresh off getting knocked off your pedestal. I'm very interested to see how Colorado comes back this week. And what are your thoughts on Colorado coming back this week and playing? Yeah, I feel like I am leaning towards Colorado, but I'm really stumped on this total, and I'm and I'm frustrated by that because I was thinking that they were going to drop the total, Donnie, off of the game against Oregon, right? I mean, this team scored six points, and they were six garbage time points, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought we might see 67 and a half. You know, it's a touchdown higher than that. 
I don't know if I have what it takes to grab under in this football game, but is the idea if, if, if you know, Colorado covers, Colorado covers in a shootout 50 to 30? Like, what's the MO? And by the way, 50 to 30 might sound like a joke. That's hardly over the total. That is hardly over the number there. Like, what's the energy that USC enters this football game with? Do we think USC is going to be as angry as Oregon is? Because I don't. Caleb Williams is on my TV as much as Patrick Mahomes is in terms of commercials. Like, I don't think Caleb Williams is going to have any problems with Shador Sanders and Deion Sanders. Yeah, that's and that's what I'm trying to wrap my head around here because we always knew that maybe Colorado wasn't going to bring a great defense into the fold, but their defense was really competent against Nebraska. The defense obviously was competent against Colorado State. When you're going in the upper echelon talent where you just can't keep up with the running backs and the wide receivers and you have a really good football player delivering the football, I'm interested to see. But again, it's different circumstances. When you are Colorado and say, all right, man, playing good here. And yes, I get they understand, I understand that they play to TCU. But Austin's just a different experience, right? You get the cobwebs out before you can't even hear yourself thinking. Before you can blink, you're getting rocked. Like, double uppercuts to the jaw. You're on the Mac on like, did the game even start yet? Yeah, we're down like four touchdowns. Yeah. We, we can't come back in this one. <laughs> it's interesting to see because you have your home crowd there. You're going to be excited it's USC. Eyes on the prize. You know, Fox, big game Saturday, noon kickoff here. I want to see how they come out because it'll be interesting. Like, if they get boat raced again, Oregon style, like, I don't – it's almost like the expectations change for Colorado when maybe they shouldn't have, right? Because if they get beat the brakes off them twice, you say, well, that's what actually they're supposed to do. But the feeling for Colorado isn't that case. But the oddsmakers are telling us, Kevin, that's supposed to be the case. They're supposed to get broken in half in this game. But, yes. What's odd, though, again, is like – if you told me the final score of this football game was 49-28, Donnie, that is uh, – that's all right. Like, Donnie, USC is trying to win a national championship. You know what I mean? Like, Colorado has a win total of five and a half updated. Updated. Yeah. Five and a half. So losing this game by three scores is not some, you know, tragic indictment. I, I, and that's why, to me – if you take into the Oregon game, right, you know, kind of hindsight, what was the most important part of that football game in terms of capping it? Well, it was how offended clearly Dan Lan- Dan Lanning was Colorado State level of offended by, you know, Colorado's existence, kind of. But I don't know. Is, is that how USC is going into this game? I, I wouldn't think USC's so. USC's more laid back, Lincoln Rollins. USC's like, yeah. above that. Am I, am I wrong? Fun. Yeah, I guess they would be, but also maybe if USC played played them last week, where you know USC is really good, and they're like, yeah, well, who cares about USC? Like, Colorado's going to pace them this week. Like that was the feeling that even though the again the true betters and the odds makers knew what the deal was with Oregon, but the public themselves getting caught up in the hype didn't know that. So again, if Oregon was sitting back last week, I'm like, we're the real deal team. We're supposed to be on the spotlight. We're at home this weekend. We're going to bust this team up. And all I keep hearing is Dion on ESPN, Shador on ESPN. It looks like this. Uh, Buffalo Nation, here they come. It does get your backs up here, but certain coaches look at them. Like, yeah, it's fine. Like, Saban would never do that, right? Like, hey, Colorado's going in 3-0 and to take on Alabama. Like, Saban wouldn't be out there like, they're playing for clicks. You know, we're playing for wins. He'd be like, hey, no. hey guys, come on. We're going to win this game. Let's go out and win this game. Yeah, 100%. That's the type of wavelength for Lincoln Riley for me. Yeah. 
I, but we have seen Lincoln throughout his career, you know, give a little bit of life to a team inside his division that you never expected or conference, right? You should do all the time with Iowa State back when he was in the Big 12. I, I think I probably would end up taking above three scores with Colorado in his football game. And basically, look, if, if USC no-shows it and it's an under, then good. And if Shador has to play well, then hopefully they've, you know, put a game plan in to, to play well. I, I will say, and, and yes, I'm a little, you know, you're, you're annoyed anytime you lose a bat. It took Dylan Edwards, Donnie, over 34 and a half rushing yards last game. Mm-hmm. He had, I think, I don't know, three carries for four yards, whatever it was. When your defensive offensive line is getting beat up in that way, and, and mm-hmm. it, like they're pinning their ears back on first, second, and third down. Like I understand you want to go fast and you want the ball in Shador's hands. Let's not be ridiculous here. Dylan Edwards is an electric runner. This team cannot go out there tomorrow with the thought of okay, pass the ball on every single play. That's silly. That's 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 bad coaching. And you get a tear in your eye when uh, Shador and Dion walk 40 to 40, go up and back, and then you get the kiss, and away you go into the game. I, I think like it's, it's, it's a nice Father thing. Son moment. I do like it. I mean, I wonder where Shiloh is on the kid rankings after going viral for all the wrong reasons. But <laughs> he was probably way up there on the pick six, though. So he might have moved up and then down. Like, uh-oh, maybe he got a little bit too big for his britches there. Mm. Uh, the boys popping tomorrow for uh, college football today. You guys end the 12 right when the big game starts there. They'll be, you're going mm-hmm. out to the bar. You're staying behind. What are we doing here? Like, Where's that game going to be viewed? Oh, man. My sources told me that BWS is, is on the move and can't hang out after, which I was no, he's not. To Apparently, he's a couple got weeks in a row. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened to the guy. He used to be, used to be all in on football. Now he's all out on football. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, maybe he's going to a baseball game. Catch the uh, catch the Yanks one last time. Maybe I don't know. One last time, the shit at here at that point. Yeah, but that's I, I like the fact that that's going to be that noon kickoff, which we were talking about here. Now, other game here we'll get to quickly. Notre Dame and Duke, which is kind of a feisty matchup. Ugh. Six and a half to five and a half. Like you wouldn't want to say like, oh, Notre Dame, you know, tough loss last week. It's hard to recover when you have everything in front of you, right? Like, man, we were a play or two away, and maybe if we had eleven players on defense. We would have won that football game. Then you got to play Duke, who, again, it's not a big-time atmosphere at Wallace Wade. And I got granted, they beat Clemson there, and they stormed the field. But this is one of those games, it shouldn't be sleepy. Like, Duke's not coming in 2-2, two and two, watch out, they're like a rattlesnake, don't step on them. They're a pretty good football team, and Notre Dame is going to get a run from them here. Yeah, they are. I have no idea, though, because so much of this feels like you have to try and handicap Notre Dame's mentality heading into the football game, and I don't know how you're supposed to do that. Because there's a world where they're pissed off and focused and they blast this team, and there's a world where they feel like, oh, we ruined our season last week, and they don't recover, and they come out, and uh, it's an ugly, ugly, ugly game. Now, Sam Hartman said he owns the state of North Carolina. Where's Wake Forest? Yeah, North Carolina. Coming back to his home in Durham. The fans will be rocking and rolling there. No, I said it for him. I think that's what he's thinking, though. So I'll put that out there, and you know that's what he's thinking here. One quick segment before we shut it down on a Football Friday right here on the Sports Grid Network. Come on back. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Swing into Seaside Golf in Ocean City, Maryland. Play like a pro at 17 championship courses designed by golf legends like Jack Nicholas and Arthur Hills. Tee off on sweeping vistas at Eagles Landing. Savor the coastal views of Lighthouse Sound. Or see why Ocean City Golf Club is considered one of the Mid-Atlantic's finest fairways. Whether you're sneaking in a quick round on a family vacation or going all in on a golf getaway, fun is always in play at Ocean City, Maryland. Plan your trip at OCOcean.com. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Major League Baseball this weekend. You know who hasn't clinched yet? The Arizona Diamondbacks, the Miami Marlins, the Chicago Cubs, the Cincinnati Reds, the Seattle Mariners, the Houston Astros, the Toronto Blue Jays. Unbelievable close to the season. Now, for me, like I like to joke, Kevin, you know what? Most people hate this. Apparently, they can't stand the final few weeks of the season of baseball, not counting for anything. They love it when baseball disappears on September 5th, and then you try to get October baseball fired up for it again. This is a fantastic weekend overall. I have a couple wagers on the Phillies and a couple wagers on the Astros. More importantly on the Astros. So it's just, you know, $15 bet here on a future, $25 bet here, $30 bet here. Just accumulating some things. I'm so nervous because they almost have the worst case scenario. You usually say, Kevin, oh, they're facing Arizona to end the season. Oh, that's going to be good if they need it. They have two tomato cans, Kevin, going up against Merrill Kelly and also tonight Zach Gallen. They got Verlander Sunday. It was almost like a latch-dished effort. And I saw last night, which I thought the Rangers would win. They had a 2-0 lead, a 2-1 lead yeah. in the ninth, and blew that game in the bottom of the ninth, which would have gave Houston a two-game lead that goes, okay, we've got to win one of these three. We're going to do that. Now the pressure goes right back here, specifically if the Mariners can knock off once again the Texas Rangers. It's awesome to watch. Yeah, it is. As I told you, I am considering betting on Houston, but... You're telling me they're losing tonight. I'm not. If I bet on the Astros and then they miss the playoffs, like I've said has been possible for so long, yep. I'll be miserable. So I have to try and you know play the timing appropriate there with that whole thing, and uh, we'll see how that goes. By the way, just quickly for people here, it's the only place I'll say this because I'm keeping it a secret. But you know, uh-huh. Donnie, little ten dollar free bets and our strategy, we throw these on yes. futures and let yes. it go. Yeah, I get a bunch of ten dollar free bets from DK. They're all mm-hmm. going on the. 
Eagles to win the Super Bowl. They're all. Ooh, that's nice. Eagles. Oh, by the way, keep that because I um Eagles. I had two wagers yesterday, Kevin. Hundred dollars total. Fifty bucks on Christian Watson, close to four to one. Fantastic. The other fifty was on a three leg parlay, which lost because yeah. I just got the rushing yards under, and that was the only one I missed. But that's a fifty dollar wager. I'm thinking about splashing onto somebody mm-hmm. for a futures bet. We'll see. Mm-hmm. For Christian behind the wheels of steel, Donnie right side and Kevin Walsh. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be back at it on Moneyline once again on Monday. See ya. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated.